Everybody Suffers, so how can I pray for you? Welcome back to the EverybodySuffers.com podcast. My name is Carl Brown, and my hope is that through this podcast I can help you make sense out of suffering so that either you experience consolation or so that you can share consolation with others. And this podcast is brought to you by Our Lady of Kibeho. Kibeho, Rwanda was the site of the most recent major church-approved apparition of our Blessed Mother. She warned us of the Rwandan genocide of 1994, and she reintroduced the Seven Sorrows Rosary. Mary gave this warning more than 10 years before the genocide, which she confirmed by predicting the death and resurrection of three visionaries in Rwanda. And the warning she gave the people of Rwanda, she specifically said it was not just for Rwanda, but it is a warning for the whole world. So what will you do now? Will you pray the rosary every day as she asked, or will you one day regret not having done enough to prevent what she warned us about? Today is the Feast of Christ the King. And this is this is a great feast day in the Universal Church. It marks the end of the liturgical year, and the following week will be the first week of Advent. And it's a special feast day for a movement in the church called Regnum Christi. And Regnum Christi is a movement that incorporates a lay association and priests from the Order of the Legion of Christ and consecrated men and women in Regnum Christi. And in 2003, my wife and I both became a part of Regnum Christi. And the Regnum Christi means the kingdom of Christ, the reign of Christ. And that's why I'm talking about it today on the Feast of Christ the King, because it's a, a, it's a, an important feast day for the movement. And also because Our Lady of Sorrows is a patroness of Regnum Christi. And when when my wife incorporated, when my wife and I incorporated Regnum Christi, never could have imagined everything, anything that has happened. But Regnum Christi has provided so much to my wife and I and our family. And I just want to share some of the ways that Regnum Christi has been a blessing to us. And I want to, first I want to give a special thanks to Father Matthew Van Smornberg, who was my spiritual director for 10 years or so, right after my wife and I incorporated. And Father Matthew, maybe um, single-handedly, helped me spiritually more than anyone else in the world. So just want to say thank you to him. He was he was uh, assigned here in Cincinnati, and he, and as of the recording, as of this recording, he's a pastor at a parish in Atlanta, Georgia. So special thanks to Father Matthew Van Schmornberg. And at the end of this podcast episode, I, I want to talk a little bit about my father and the founder. 
So we'll see what that has in common. But some of you may be wondering, some of the, the first question might be, what about the founder? And and uh, so I'm going to cover that at the end. So what has, what has Regnum Christi done for me? There are so many things, and I'm just going to run through, I've got a list here of nine things. <clears throat> the first thing was, well, first let me just say them, prayer commitments, prayer to the Holy Spirit, meditation, spiritual direction, program of life, encounter, team life, apostolic zeal, something for everyone, and, and I should throw in there uh, spiritual exercises. So let's just go through those one by one. It's prayer commitments. When I first encountered Regnum Christi, I saw that members took uh, or you know made a commitment to pray certain prayers every day, every week, every year. And I was at first intimidated by it because it's, it's a big list of commitments. But then for a year, I thought to myself, why should that be intimidating? Shouldn't I be striving for that? And so I I ruled out the possibility of becoming a part of Regnum Christi, but I asked myself, why can't I do these things? So I spent the next year working on those prayer commitments, and I can say Regnum Christi single-handedly ensured that I have prayer commitments in my life. Otherwise, how would I have ever had that? So that's the first benefit. The second is that is prayer to the Holy Spirit. Prior to Regnum Christi, you know, my wife and I were saying the rosary together every day. And so we're obviously very familiar with praying the Our Father. We're familiar with praying the litany of, or the, uh, the chaplet of divine mercy. So we prayed to God the Father. We prayed to Jesus. But Truly, I have to say that I, I never started praying to the Holy Spirit until my wife and I, be, I became a part of Regnum Christi. And prayer to the Holy Spirit became such an important part of our, my prayer life. And praying it before every meditation, praying it before really any major activity uh, without Regnum Christi, I don't know that I would even have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. So that's a great thing. And so number three, speaking of the Holy Spirit, meditation. Through the website, regnumchristi.org, there is a daily meditation that you can sign up for by email or you can just go to that website every day. And I started reading those meditations every day and then you know, there's a book written by a legionary called The Better Part, which has which has reflections for every gospel passage. And Raymond Christie taught me how to do a meditation, and it taught me even ironically the distinction between spiritual reading and meditation, because the meditation that's proposed on the website or in the better part is really just spiritual reading. But Regnum Christi taught me how to do a meditation, which brings me to point number four, which is spiritual direction. And I'd already, I'd already mentioned Father Matthew Van Schmornberg. He, he was my spiritual director, but Regnum Christi taught me what a spiritual director is. 
what a spiritual director can offer. And through spiritual direction, I could have some, I could make some progress in the spiritual life and learn what a meditation is and what the difference is between a spiritual reading and a meditation and contemplation, which I won't talk about contemplation in this episode, but number four is spiritual direction that, that, that I learned so much through spiritual direction, which brings us to number five, which is a program of life, having a program of life. And having a spiritual director is helpful, maybe essential, but it's helpful in identifying the need for a for a program of life and and knowing how to develop a program of life and then how to progress through a program of life. A program of life is just a strategic plan for becoming a saint. And where else where else would I have ever learned that? I, I just don't know. So program of life is number five. Number six, spiritual exercises. Thanks to the Legion of Christ and Regnum Christi, <coughs> I have been able to go on, I've had the opportunity to go on spiritual exercises every year since my wife and I joined, and I have gone on spiritual exercises um, probably 12 years, which is a retreat based on the structure and the format and the guidance of St. Ignatius of Loyola, which is a very um, fruitful, life-giving three-day retreat experience and um, other, it, if it weren't for Regnum Christi, how would I have ever gone on to spiritual exercises? Number seven, encounter. The encounter is a weekly team meeting for members of Regnum Christi and the structure of it is so simple and so fruitful and so good and where else would I have ever encountered that? I've been in men's groups and such and done book studies. But the encounter, which is proposed to members by Regnum Christi, is far superior to any men's group that I've been a part of in structure, in structure, in, in how it's designed. It's far superior than any any other group format, structure, recommendation, process, whatever, than, than I've ever experienced. And that leads to number eight, which is team life. And team life just means through Regan Christie, I got to meet other men and women, but especially in men, especially meeting men, because it was men who made up the encounters that I that I've attended. And the men of Regnum Christi have just proven to be such uh, faith-filled, faithful, uh, good friends, role models, um, companions. And uh, the team life of Regnum Christi has at times been a lifesaver for me. So number nine, apostolic zeal. I just, you can't, you can't consider Regnum Christi without without discovering how much Regnum Christi members do, how much apostolic zeal they have. And I have encountered, no pun intended, Regnum Christi men and women in 
Washington, D.C., in Texas, in uh, Chicago, in St. Louis. <laughs> and there's, a, there's a, a truly a charism. There's truly a personality uh, that's distinct, and it is characterized by apostolic zeal. Members of Regnum Christi want to bring Christ to the world. And that's that's a benefit in and of itself, but the fruit of that is that there are good programs, there are good apostolic programs that you can be a part of or that you can contribute to or benefit from. And my wife and I have collaborated on apostolic projects that run the gamut, that help uh, children like K4J or Conquest or or Challenge, which boys uh, Conquest is a boys club and Challenge is a girls club, and then ECYD for young uh, young adults, teens and young adults, and and a summer camp program that was available in our area, which is also available in other areas. Our kids have benefited so much from that. My wife and I both went through Familia at the time. It was called Familia, which is a, a catechetical study program to enrich marriages. Then my wife has been a spiritual guide in Regnum Christi for 12 years. And our family, our marriage, have benefited from her receiving training in that and her experience of being a spiritual guide. And which, by the way, I also had an, an, another member of Regnum Christi lead me through the 19th annotation of the spiritual exercises, which was fantastic. And frankly, the fruit of that is the book I wrote, something you can count on. And the conferences we do, and this podcast are really are the fruit of the apostolic zeal of Regnum Christi. And then I also, I also was on the board of a, a school, a, K through, a pre-K through 8 school, and while I was president of that board, I helped grow that into a pre-K through t- grade 12, so we added a high school. And that was, I definitely learned a lot through that, and that was some hard lessons, but, uh, you know, starting a high school is harder than it sounds, <laughs> to say the least. But I really learned a lot through that, and it was, it was very um, fruitful and benefited other people, you know, that I don't even know. So apostolic zeal just is a huge benefit of Regnum Christi. Regnum Christi members get stuff done, <laughs> and they're, and it's great to collaborate with them no matter where you are. And really, because of that and um, through that, there's something for everyone. I remember before my wife and I became a part of Regnum Christi, and we were thinking, well, We'll join, but we're not. We're not going to be sellouts, you know. We're not going to. If there's a a boys club that's put together by, you know, the Franciscans or something, we'll do that. I mean, we'll be open to that. We're not going to just do Regnum Christi things, okay? But then when we became a part of Regnum Christi, what else is there? What, who is doing a boys club? <laughs> who is doing a girls club? Who's doing a Holy Week mission program? I forgot to even mention that. 
there's something for everyone in Regnum Christi. There are apostolates for every age. There are there are things for everyone. And, and again, where else can I find that? And I mean, let's run back through it. Prayer commitments. Who else would have challenged me to have prayer commitments? Who else would have taught me the importance of praying to the Holy Spirit, doing a meditation? Who else would have provided spiritual direction or helped me to see a program of life? Or who else offers spiritual exercises? What other men's group could I be a part of for so many years that provided so much benefit? Where else could I have experienced team life or apostolic zeal? There's just so much fruit from Regnum Christi. And this brings me to the point about the founder, okay? Because some people are going to say, well, what about the founder? The founder was was corrupt. And I just recently had somebody who, frankly, baited me into a conversation about Regnum Christi just so that they could say, but the founder was evil, you know? And, and, and this person somehow wanted to dismiss all the fruit of Regnum Christi just because the person who God chose as an instrument to start this ended up being a sinner, you know? And yeah, the founder of the, the movement was a sinner and was a corrupt sinner. And I'm not going to sugarcoat any of it. I don't even say the guy's name because what's the point? But here's my point in bringing that up. Yes, the founder was off to say the least. But here's the thing. My dad was off. My dad was an alcoholic. My dad cheated on my mom. My dad lied to my mom and said he had cancer 20-some-plus years before he died, and he didn't have cancer. He left us. He left my mom with three small children. He was very absent then, you know, from when I was seven to the end of his life. And and I'm not sharing this just to rag on my dad. My point is, you can look at at who my father was and conclude that you don't want him to be your babysitter. But would you look at my father and conclude from his actions and who he was that you wouldn't want me to be a babysitter for your kids? And I use babysitter as a silly way. But the point is, if if I wanted to start a Bible study in my parish, you know, based on some book or something, would you not want anyone to join that Bible study because the founder of another movement's behavior, actions, attitudes, life, whatever? Why would you dismiss the possibility that God can provide um, grace through a flawed person's efforts? Because there's been so much fruit from from Regnum Christi and the Legion and the Consecrated. And for all those reasons, I just want to say, you know, thank you to Legionaries who've had such a positive impact on our life, Consecrated Women and Regnum Christi who've had such a positive impact in our life. And 
I want to encourage you to, to tap into the resources that are available through Regnum Christi. Thank you for joining me in this podcast today. I'm Carl Brown, and this is the EverybodySuffers.com podcast. After all, everybody suffers, so how can I pray for you? You can email me your prayer requests at carl at everybodysuffers.com. And my hope is that through this podcast, I can help you make sense of suffering so that either you experience consolation or that you can share it with others. God bless you. Have a great day.